Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District, where you can engage your senses. Hello, and welcome to our segment on all things financial. Good stewardship of finances is something that's important to the Park District, and I know that staff receives financially themed questions from time to time. That said, our studio guests today include Sue Stanish, Director of Finance, and Ray McGurry, Executive Director. These two are best equipped to give an overview on the district's finances and answer some of those most often asked questions. Welcome, Sue and Ray. Sam, how are you? Thank you. Good to be here. Good to have you here. So we're going to have a little fun today, and uh, we've got some financial questions that hopefully will help our listeners. First of all, the Park District is a dynamic organization, always with a lot going on, as both of you know. That's why I think it's important to discuss how the district gets things done. So I have a two-part question. First of all, where does the district's funding come from? And secondly, how does the district manage its resources effectively? Well, thanks, Sam. Um, So first, let's start overall with our structure, because that's important as a baseline. We are independent. We have our own governing board of commissioners that are elected. We also have our own um, taxing authority and tax levying. Why that's important, we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, Two of our major funding sources are, uh, number one, property taxes through that independent levy, and secondly, program or user fees, which um, include all of your registration fees for park programs, golf fees, and things of that sort. Uh, We do have a couple other revenue sources, um, concession sales and merchandise, but really uh, what we focus on are two majors, our property taxes and program fees. So getting into how do we manage, um, that's a pretty complicated question and really is a year-round um, process for us, um, which I'm going to get to a little bit later, Okay, if we could. Sure. Um, so with that, I'll end. Okay. Let me just, uh, and, and Sue brought up a great point um, that I think a lot of people don't know, and I'm glad that she said this, is that uh, unlike other um, municipalities, other governmental agencies, we do only have two funding sources. And so we so rely on the property tax um, base here. And certainly, if we didn't have that, um, we wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do all the things that the uh, taxpayers in Naperville allow us to do. Um, and certainly, uh, you know, the other part of that was the, uh, the program fees. And we really try to keep that as reasonable as possible. We certainly look out at the landscape for people around us and other um, agencies or other, you know, organizations that may be offering similar things and we just want to make sure that we're competitive but we don't want to be a burden on people um, and we always looked at the park district and, and I still look at the park district as this is a place you come to try things um, you're going to graduate from us meaning you're going to go on to a traveling sport or you're going to go on to a higher level of arts and crafts or you're going to go on to whatever the next level of things are but we want to make it affordable for people and um, you know kudos to our board of uh, commissioners and certainly to Sue Stanish. Um, normally by this time I've already passed out and fallen on the floor when we start talking about numbers. So I've got some really <laughs> gifted people. Thank God. I think I got through Algebra 1. I'm not positive of that, but I think I did. <clears throat> but um, you know, part of leadership is surrounding yourself with people that are a whole lot brighter than you are. <laughs> and I, I'm living proof of that. Um, so we are in great hands. And as a taxpayer in Naperville, uh, I sleep all at night knowing that Sue and this board are, are at the helm to make sure that we're delivering the, the biggest bang for the taxpayer dollar. That's great. And 
it was a good segue when you were talking about property taxes, because I know that's an important funding source to the district. That said, what do taxes look like for an average homeowner in Naperville? Sure. So an average homeowner pays about $350 a year um, to the Naperville Park District for a whole bunch of things. So if you're looking at your tax bill at home on a percentage basis, the Park District is about 5%. So to put that in perspective, if you were to pay $1 in property taxes, $0.05 cents would come to the Park District overall. $0.95 cents goes to all the other, you know, the school districts, the city, all the other uh, taxing bodies in Naperville. <clears throat> so we're, as, as Ray had mentioned, um, we are very proud of that, and um, we take it very seriously, those dollars we get. And you talk about $350 a year. What does that get? Um, what does that get you? A whole bunch of stuff, right? <laughs> right, a whole bunch of stuff for um, anywhere from tots all the way to seniors um, to 137 parks. We have a list of all the amenities that fills a whole slide up of what's provided, but, um, you know, 1,500 programs, 2,400 acres of um, space and trails, um, numerous facilities that, so there's something for everyone here. Definitely. Yeah, and, and to just dovetail on that, um, when I first got here and I started getting acclimated to the Park and Rec's uh, system, um, a lot of people come up to me and say, well, you know, well, why did you build this or why are you doing that? And, and I knew the answer even before you know, early on here, we don't sit around in a, in, a, in, a, in a closed room and go, okay, what's next? Let's build something for $100 million. That, that comes from, from you, the taxpayers. You, you drive that process um, through the community surveys, through, you know, different ideas that may come up. You know, we may have suggestions. We may want to do improvements. But um, for that $350 on average that, um, that you allow us to, to have to do what we do for the, the community, um, we we're very mindful of that, as I said earlier, but we also don't sit here and go, "Hey, let's build like four ice rinks. Don't you think that'd be cool?" Or let's build a, no, a Ravinia. Or let's. That's not how it works. Um, it's all driven by the people that are listening to this podcast. I right. mean, it's you out there that really drive that process. I've had people ask me, uh, "I want a BMX track so I can ride my bike." Well, no, that's just not going to happen. Based on there's just not enough of a need for that and not enough interest. I've had people ask for dog parks. Uh, that's always a popular one. Um, but then again, our neighbors have dog parks. So, I mean, again, we listen. But, you know, at the end of the day, as the executive director, I have to be strong enough to say no. Um, it's, all, it's so easy to say yes. Um, but sometimes I say you have to say no, and I'll give people reasons. I just won't say no. Uh, you know, I'll give them some reasons behind that. So it's important to mention, again, where, you know, where Fort Hill came from where the Nature Center came from. That wasn't right. us sitting in a room. That was driven by the community. Absolutely. Great point. Sue, you had alluded to the inventory of assets that the Park District has and the value for the tax dollar and all the wonderful things that we offer. With so many things that we manage and so many initiatives, Ray, like you had mentioned, and, and how those kind of come up to the surface, um, things that we have going on in any given year, can you explain how the district manages its, its financial resources? Sure. And I think... Um, well, it starts with our team that I'll, I'll say uh, we have an, an excellent team here all the way from the top for the Board of Commissioners all the way down to, to frontline staff um, that are all very involved and care about what they do. The process, though, really is, and everyone cringes because you think there's a budget season and really it's all year round um, of how we manage our resources. 
So while we do have an annual budget process that spans about six months, uh, we are continually monitoring the progress of spending to budgets. Uh, we do this through several documents that any of you who are interested can go on our website and find those. But um, we have our annual budget. We do a three-year financial plan. So we are, um, I'd say, through the year, we are very proactive versus reactive. And that three-year plan helps us take a look ahead um, at um, it's what, what's coming down the pike and what we're going to do. Uh, we also monthly uh, do a report to the Board of Commissioners um, that we present that um, that manages all of our expenditures uh, budget to actual. We do, um, and it is cumbersome, I have to say, um, but we budget on a monthly basis. So each department to each line item in our budget, um, we compare on a monthly basis, and that really keeps us um, in check for that. That all rolls into strategic plans and master plans that we do here. It, it's all really interrelated. Um, so we have a handle on where we are and where we're going um, at all times. And lastly, I can't be an auditor and a finance director without saying we do have an annual audit by independent auditors um, that will give you, our listeners, comfort that they're reviewing what we're doing here and um, and making sure that everything is in line and we've had um, we always have had excellent financial reports. Well, it's definitely a process and I think that really speaks to the financial stewardship that the district has and I think that is very comforting. Um, you had mentioned, Sue, just very briefly that you know the documents are on the website as far as the the budgeting. Um, people always want to know more about the budget, especially for a public organization like we are. And just recently, our Park Board approved the 2018 annual budget. What's the best way specifically for people out there to learn more about our budget and, and maybe kind of in an encapsulated form? Sure. So um, really the best way, um, we post all of our budgets. In fact, we have a five-year history of all of our budgets and financial reports on the district's website. So it is all available there. We also keep copies for those of you that like the feel of paper and want to come and look here at the admin building and at the Ford Hill Activity Center. We keep a hard copy of our budget. Even better than that, though, real quick, is a couple years ago, um, our budget's over 200 pages. And um, for those of you that want a quick glance or a snapshot, we created um, a budget snapshot, which basically highlights all of the initiatives, um, say, for 2018 that we're going to take on, and then gives a summary back, looking backward of what we did in 17. That really is a great document. It's two or three pages um, you can learn everything, um, you know, on a high level in the park district from that. That is also on our website, and we also have copies here at the administration building. And it is a great summary, a great way for just kind of in layman's terms to get a sense on where the park district's going and where we've been and the financial picture overall. It is, and I would have to say thank you, Sam and her team, because while we put the numbers together, uh, the marketing department puts it in a format that's actually enjoyable to read versus just a numbers-based uh, document that we would come up with in finance. Our pleasure. <laughs> and with that, um, you talk about all the things that we're doing from a financial perspective, and I know that we've received a lot of accolades along those lines, um, which basically recognizes external resources are saying that we're doing a really great job, too. Can you talk a little bit about you know our, our bond rating and some of the awards that we received? Um, sure, and I'll be really um, happy to share news. Um, recently, Ray and I sat in with our financial advisor and Moody's Investment Services, who comes in independently and rates the, the credit of the district. Um, we had a rating call um, not too long ago, 
and we were reaffirmed at a AAA rating. So for those of you out there, um, you think credit rating, investment, it sure has that piece. Um, us having a AAA rating is the highest that we can get um, from Moody's, um, and there's not many in the state of Illinois Park Districts that get that rating. I'm thinking last I heard it was about 8 to 10, um, and we really value that here, um, having that triple rating. So when you think about it, other than we, we directly save money when we borrow uh, for capital improvements because of that rating, um, what does it really mean for... Um, for you, for the public, when we're AAA rated. And I like to look at it as um, it really is sustainability of your park district. It's knowing that um, our resources are being used wisely, that we plan for the future, um, that we um, plan effective management of those resources, and that we are, and I've said it before, but I think it's really important, I think we're proactive here and that you know, we're trying to anticipate um, unexpected events and being ready for that. So our reserves are strong, just like you would like at home. You want your, you want emergency funds just in case something unexpected happens. Um, so really, um, it's an independent check of how we're doing here um, from Moody's, and we're proud that we're AAA rated again. Absolutely. That's outstanding. Um, a couple other things I'll just mention real quick from an audit perspective. Uh, we do have our annual financial report uh, that is um, sent to um, an independent body for review on how, how excellent our financial reporting is, our presentation of our financials. And we've gotten that award for many, many years, and we'll continue to do that. Great. Very impressive. So we've talked a lot about a lot of different things, awards and budgets and numbers and stewardship and all of that. How does everything that we've discussed, the plans, the reports, recognitions, all of that come together to really shape the district's financial position and like what that means to the community? Ray, you want me to take this? Yeah. I'll start. You can jump in any time. Yeah, I just woke it, up, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking numbers again, and I just passed yeah. out. I'm back. So this is, I think, a big picture, and I, I may be a little redundant from what I just mentioned with the bond rating. Um, but really, when we, even when we get together as a group, all of our planning, all of our budgeting is really um, short-term to get what we want to get done now, what the community wants, but really to long-term is sustainability and fiscal strength when it comes to uh, the financial plans and being prepared for the future. I'll say a little bit about uh, public trust because we really value that here and our reputation. We value that. And I think when you have um, you have a plan in place and you have reports, you have independent people verifying that you're doing things the right way, um, that the public, that you will trust us, that you're going to trust that we're doing the best with the resources that you provide us. And um, it all comes together and that we're conservative in how we budget. And um, we don't ever want to end up on the front page of the paper of having some major issue, a financial issue. Right. So uh, that's how we kind of, that, that's the glass we look through um, when we manage day-to-day -day and when we plan for the future. Yeah, and, and I, what I would add is that um, it, it's one thing in government, let's, let, I mean, let's just be totally honest, people are suspicious of government. They are. And they've been given good reason to be. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, from local, state, federal, you name it, um, there's a story every day about, um, something going on in government that you know isn't shouldn't be going on. Um, we we absolutely pride ourselves on transparency, and we and we we walk the walk, we talk the talk. I mean, it's just the way we do things here. 
Um, we are all accessible, especially if it's a money situation or a question with taxes. Uh, I'm my cell number is, is out uh, on my email. Uh, you know, Sue Standish's email is out there. Any one of us can be contacted. And if I don't have that answer, you'll you'll get an answer because I'll go to the people that know um, how to best address that and get the the information to people. But um, we 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 do pride ourselves and and you know certainly. I know uh, three or four years ago we won an award from I think it was the Illinois Institute Policy Institute for being you know one of the most transparent park districts in the state of Illinois. We take pride in that. I mean that's that's a that, that's that's a feather in our cap because we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and um, we're being very mindful as I've said earlier I've said several times with the the, the tax dollars that people send us. So you know I'm really proud of the, the organization and and how we put forth you know this information for people to to see. Definitely. And so you mentioned sustainability, and really that's kind of a common theme across the board as we're working through the State of the Park District podcast segments, and that's no accident. I, I know, Bray, under your leadership, we've been able to do a lot and, and make all of the different things that we do as an organization and always look to that sustainable component. So I think that's that's great and, and good for the community to know as well. This has been a great overview of the district's financial picture with lots of valuable insight, and I want to thank you, Ray, and, and Sue for your time and expertise. Well, thanks Thank for having you. us. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Be sure to submit your comments, suggestions, and questions for our mailbag segment through our website at naprovilleparks.org forward slash podcasts. Additional information on Naperville Park District programs and services can be found at naprovilleparks.org. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide recreation and park experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.